Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Video Games Now podcast. It's uh, Mr. Rodney with uh, Mr. Bradley. As... Hey. Uh, okay, guys. So we've got some uh, interesting things to talk about today, like how literally every freaking game ever is getting delayed, and it's pissing a lot of people off. So we will talk about that, and we're going to talk about uh, a couple more PS5 rumors and something about Sega. It's going to be cool. And I know everybody was very excited for the podcast this week because they're like, "Oh, there's that guy from Sega. He's he's going to be on the podcast. It's going to be so good." But uh, he actually asked to delay the podcast one more week because of uh, some stuff that's happening uh, at his own design work or whatever. So it'll be next week, and uh, we might have a William on the podcast, Mr. Bradley. I'm excited for that one. Yeah, it'll be good to hear Will's voice again and hear how defeated he is from his show that he's working on. But uh, it'll be good. Uh, okay, guys. Uh, Crush Souls. Yeah, he 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 would rather play Dark Souls than than work on the show right now. But uh, all right, guys, all that coming up right now. Right now. All right, guys. So thanks for checking out the show again today. We wanted to give a shout out to our first Patreon ever of all time, uh, Miss. Yeah, woo. Mr. Uh, Matt Bridges, thanks for uh, joining our Patreon family. Uh, Matt Bridges, you guys should be all jealous of him right now because now he gets uh, early access to the show and access to the live show right now on Discord. Which uh, he's not here right now, but he's not—he's not reaping the benefits, Bradley. So he should—he should feel bad. Learn the ways. <laughs> but uh, no, we've been chatting with him on our Patreon-only Discord, and uh, we've been having a good old time with with uh, Mr. Matt Bridges. So thanks for joining our Patreon again. And uh, if you guys want to join our Patreon, head over to our Patreon page and uh, select a tier level, and you get uh, some cool benefits. We're working on our shop right now just because uh, we redesigned our website earlier this year, so we want to uh, get everything connected now and get our shop back up. We have one new shirt design, actually, that's uh, going to come out with that release, and it's going to be good. Bradley saw it. What do you think, Bradley? I think it's awesome. Cool. All right, we got to get one. A, it's a very you'll be very excited, people, to get the get your hands on this shirt. Yeah, hundred percent. So, uh, okay, guys, again, uh, visit our website, videogamesnow.ca, to find all of our content, including our YouTube videos, social media links, and the latest gaming news. After the show, leave a review on whatever you're listening to our show on to help spread the word about our gaming word of the week, which is this week uh, teabagging, which I do a lot of um, in Halo. So, you know, lots of teabags. <laughs> My, f- uh, my, f- it's now like in every game. Like it doesn't matter what game you play. If you kill someone, you're teabagging them. I think it in Halo. It's the worst in Halo because I like all the games I've played. It's just kind of a chore to teabag somebody, so people just don't do it. But it's so easy to teabag somebody in Halo. And I think my favorite teabag story is uh, we were playing on Sword Base. This is this wasn't recently. This was like back in 2010. We're playing on Sword Base, and there's that like window in the one. Uh, room that goes up into the vent and then you can look down below from the window to to like the open area below so i was on the outside of the window and i'm like teabagging air and this guy came up 
and he saw me, and it was a guy on the enemy team, and he starts teabagging the air on the other side of the window, and then my friend came up and assassinated him, and then just started teabagging him, and I fucking died laughing, and I recorded that. <laughs> oh, it was so good. But uh, speaking of Halo, I've been playing Halo 5. What? Right? Uh, so yeah, I've been playing some Halo 5 again to relive why I hate it. And uh, yeah, it's there's just something about the game that I just there's I just don't like how it feels. It just doesn't feel like a Halo game. I think that's what what turned me off initially, anyway. So yeah, I still have never even turned it on. <laughs> As you shouldn't. So yeah, I've been playing a lot of SWAT, and meh. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I might be done, but I might play a little more. Who knows? But I'm I'm just trying to get amped up for Halo Six when that comes out, hopefully later this year. Another game you've been playing lately, though, uh, uh, Eco, right? Is yes, Eco? yes, I've been playing lots of Eco, and I just started a new server with Cole, and it's it's a video games now server. So if you guys are wondering what the game's all about and you want to check it out, you can download it on Steam. I think it's thirty five bucks, and uh, jump on the video games now server. You can have we can have up to thirty people. And we only have like seven or something like that right now. So yeah, it's on PC. So if you don't have a PC, get one. Um, I just thought of that line from Toy Story. If you don't have one, if you don't have a movie buddy, get one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't we get into our first topic and uh, we'll talk about the video games that got delayed. So the, I think the biggest one. We'll just get right into the good shit. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven ha- was delayed to the end of the year, pretty much. So, what are your thoughts on that, Bradley? <laughs> That was a, that was a, a low blow. I know so many people are hyped for that. It makes me wonder if they reevaluated and said, "Hey, we can up the graphics and put it on the uh, PS5 and Xbox uh, X." Well, I think they came out and said that they actually aren't planning to put it on the Series X. They're always planning to put it out on the regular uh, Xbox One. I expect it to be like one of those. I think it's going to be a bridge game. I think the delay is literally, it's going to come out so late that they want to make sure it's ready to have the uh, Xbox or the PlayStation 5 version of it. Yeah, like they have to. Like that'd be, it to That would be so detrimental to this game if they didn't put it on the new gen consoles if they're releasing it in September. Like, that only gives... Exactly. Yeah, like that's September, October, and then November the other consoles will probably get released. I'm wondering if they just ran into a few snags with the game and also going, oh shit, we still have to port this over to the PlayStation 5 and Xbox. Um, maybe we need more time to figure out all these issues. Yeah, and the as other... As long th- as it's still good, I'm hopeful. Totally. But I was, I was a kick in the nuts. Yeah, 100%. And I uh, firmly believe that... Uh, well, actually, they announced that the multiplayer for the game is not coming out until 2021. Which, which is a huge gap if it got released in May like it was originally going to. So I'm wondering... Mm if that also had a part to play about it because you know there's been a lot of unfinished games recently and a lot of backlash from it so I I wonder if all these delays that we're going to talk about are as a result from that and they just want to make sure you know the game's on on point and and they don't lose a bunch of people especially for a game like this you know exactly I think I think some of the uh, horrible experiences from last year may have impacted a lot of these decisions that we're going to talk about right now 100% and not even last year like 2018 uh, 2017 was a decent year, actually. But yeah, 2018, 2019 were just tr- just trash. Like Cole said, it, it, this is the best time to start a video games podcast. Is the two like worst years in video games history. Yeah. But they've had forever. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, okay, so this is on geek.com, which I don't think I've ever been on. Like, this is the first time I've ever been on geek.com. Anyways, uh, 2020 has just started and already promises to be a crazy year for video games. That's why... That's what happens... uh, That... Oh my god, what am I saying? That's what happens the two... Okay, that's why it's not actual in English. Like, this whole sentence is just, like, straight-ass, not even English. Um, And my wife is making a lot of noise in the background, I noticed. So, uh, there we go. Okay. Um... Alright, so the PlayStation 5 and Series X are slated for the end of the year, but before that hardware even arrives, publishers are going to key, or are keen to get out their last big wave of games, squeeze every last drop out of these current boxes. With time running out, tons of huge titles are slated to launch right off, right on top of each other. Doom Eternal got delayed to the exact same day as Animal Crossing New Horizons. How do you fucking make that decision? 
Like that's a, that's a hard that's a hard decision. Doom Eternal or Animal? Well, I mean it's an easy decision for me because I don't play Animal Crossing, so I'll be right in there with Doom Eternal. Have you seen the new? Don't to go off too much, but have you seen the new uh, game footage of the Doom Eternal? Uh, no, but I, I've seen the. Or actually, maybe I have. Like, it just looks badass. Like, it looks so badass. It just dropped today. Oh People no! People got a preview of it today and got to play like the first three hours of the game. What? Um, and yeah, there's. I was saw it on. It was Tommy, Tommy sixty six on Twitter posted that he got to play the game, and he said it was great. And you can like go see his footage of him playing the game, and then he thanks Bethesda. Bethesda. I'm saying that wrong. I think uh, he thanks them for the opportunity to play the game, and then a bunch of other like big streamers were talking about it too. Uh, apparently, the game is twice as long as Doom uh, 2016. What? And is more intense. There's way more waves of creatures and stuff and variety coming at you. Okay, that's interesting. I'm super pumped to get my hands on that game. That Animal Crossing isn't even <laughs> on my radar right now. <laughs> Like yeah, I know what Animal Crossing is. It, it, it's it's washed from my memory. Yeah, um, the the Doom from 2016 was already super long. Like every mission I played, like the last uh, five missions I think I played, I kept thinking like this has got to be the last level. And then the next level would drop. You're like, holy fuck, and you'd beat it. And you're like, this has got to be the last level. And I just remember thinking that. So the the, the fact that it's like twice as long as the uh, Doom from 2016 that's crazy. That's gonna take so much time to beat oh but i'm so excited yeah oh that's that's awesome all right uh so the not so surprising remake of uh resident evil 3 is uh was soon announced later that it was also delayed so uh res wait hang oh yeah so like i think i said this on a previous podcast like are they just gonna remake all the resident evils till they just full circle back to the last one and then just continue on or what <laughs> heard a rumor that they are announcing a new game next month okay i i wouldn't be surprised if they yeah they'll probably run a remake especially with the new consoles i would like that's a perfect time for them to remake four and five yeah totally uh okay so the lineup was getting stacked to the point of daunting which is why we're honestly more relieved than disappointed about various game delays that got announced this week that's from geek.com not from Bradley. i completely disagree with that yeah i 100 percent disagree 100 percent disagree geek.com fuck you all right <laughs> so after a lifetime of baiting fans with promise of a next-gen final fantasy 7 remake which for like for like what bradley like fucking eight years like just yes. so long um the, it's, it, it's Kingdom Hearts 3 all over again. Yeah, 100%. So, the, Geek.com is saying that pushing the game from March 3rd to April 10th on the isn't that bad. It's like, uh, okay, yeah, I suppose. Give me the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> and this, the bad part about this, it's, it's only a chunk of the game. They're doing it in chunks, right? Like, we're only playing the first chapter, I believe. I don't think it's the full remake. Oh, what? That's, that's fucking dog shit. That's bad. All right. Well, I, rem- I I could be wrong about that, but I'm gonna look it up because now I'm I'm pretty sure people were saying it's like a remake has been delayed. I'm gonna look this up while we continue. All right. So the similar long adjusting uh, Final Fantasy 15 got a similar final delay, and besides, this is just the first episode. Yeah, it says right here, this is just the first episode. So <laughs> that's so bad. So they're, they're delaying half a game. <laughs> is that even half a game? Like, how many episodes are there? Oh no, I've only seen one and two so far. Okay. So, Final Fantasy Remake Part Two is already in development. Square Enix confirms. So they didn't say that there's going to be a part three. Hmm. And apparently, it's expected in June, which I don't think that's accurate anymore. So it'll probably be in like October. Man, yeah, I think it's maybe a two part. I couldn't possibly maybe see a three-part, but... Oh, they usually make, tri- like, a three-part, like, a trilogy-type thing, don't they? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, that's so savage that there that there's only one episode coming out and they, like, pushed it. That's, like... That's, well... Is it similar to, like, The Hobbit and shit like that, where it's, like, it's the same thing, but it's just broken up into three different parts? I don't... I know, well, Final Fantasy VII and all, any Final Fantasy games are a really long game. 
And right. the older games aren't as long as the newer ones. Like a Final Fantasy VII compared to a Final Fantasy XV, they're they're not as long, right? They're not comparable. Right. So I could see them. What they did is they probably stretched out and added a little more to each of the Final Fantasy VII's like sections to make it longer. And then when they realized that they made it longer, they're like, oh, well, we could probably do this twice and make two games out of it. Right. Okay, that's uh, oh, I- interesting. Uh, okay, so the next game... It's a complete reimagining of Final Fantasy VII. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I never played Final Fantasy VII. I haven't played any of... Th- okay, hang on. I had a girlfriend in high school. I think I told this story before, probably. Um, it, uh, basically, uh, she, she was a nerd just like I was. And we were, like, doing fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! battles. Like, duels, rather. And, like, it was fucking badass. Anyway, so... Um, fi- she tried to get me into Final Fantasy. I think she... Maybe it was seven? No, it wasn't seven. It was a. It was a. It was the pixelated ones. So like one of the early ones. So maybe it was like three, two or three. But anyways, she was trying to get me on that, and I was playing. I was like, I don't know. It just wasn't hooking me. So I, I didn't. I, I didn't really show any interest really. So Get better. Fucking Get much better. Totally. So comment section. Fucking roast me. I haven't played Final Fantasy. Um. Anyways. <laughs> Moving on. So we got uh, Marvel's Avengers uh, was also delayed, unfortunately. So Square Enix has also delayed its biggest game from its Western Studios Marvel Avengers. Uh, It was previously slated for the summer blockbuster slot of May. But now we won't be able to play uh, play as these bootleg superheroes in this melee-focused Destiny clone until September. Oh, it was a a game similar to Destiny? Oh, yeah, I remember... Uh, It's both... It's supposed to be like this multi-mission, multi-hero grind game. Oh. So I knew I do know one thing that they mentioned about it is it's it's going to be a game that they're going to keep adding stuff to, kind of like Destiny and other games like that. But right. as they add stuff to it, they're going to add chapters with more heroes. So, like the first trailer they launched was like an Iron Man. They show Hulk and they show Captain America fighting. Right. Uh, later on, they ended up showing showing a Miss Marvel trailer. Okay. Uh, and like her gameplay and meeting Hulk and meeting Tony Stark so I think it's going to be it, it may have some Destiny ideas but I, I can also see it being a bunch of different stories and then constantly like adding stories to it to keep the game going interesting so uh, I just wanted to mention that I listened to I cheated on this podcast and listened to another podcast and um, it was it was another video game podcast and I just wanted to see I'm like oh what is everyone else talking about actually they were talking about this game and uh uh, well, I actually didn't like I didn't like the podcast because they talked like three of them were talking at the same time and they were just like talking talking so fast and I'm like, can you slow the fuck down? Can you can you formulate a sentence so that I can understand what you're saying? Like, holy shit! Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm alone in that. But uh, some podcasts that are a little rough, you can tell they need some work. Yeah, we do okay. I mean, we're you're talking on Discord. Uh, in on the east coast and or well, on the east or e- the westerly east Eastern coaster, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm in the I'm in the west coast, and uh, we're dealing with latency and all that shit. And it, it comes out pretty good. Sometimes we talk over each other, but it's not to the degree that I heard. I'm like, holy shit. And they, and they were like a really well known video games podcast too. I was like, holy shit. Anyways, sorry, s- smashing another podcast so you guys can listen to ours. Oh, oh. Um, so yeah, they were talking about uh, how they kind of said this game was going to be something else and then it turned out to be a Destiny clone, essentially. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know how you feel about that. Eh, I still want to get my hands on it. I want to look at it and play it. And I was just, That was one of the biggest disappointments. But on the plus side of it, it now becomes a video, uh, a birthday video game for me because it falls right like around my birthday and I can be like, hey guys, buy that for me. Nice. So... It saves my wallet a little bit. You know, it'd be a huge kick in the nuts. Not only did it get delayed, but then you actually play it, and it's fucking, like, exactly like Dynasty Warriors, and you're like, can you fuck off? (laughs) That would be a little disappointing. But on another side, I don't know if you've seen Kakarot, and that game was a game that people were really iffy about, or somewhat iffy about. It is amazing. Yeah, I've heard heard good things about it. it. If you're a Dragon Ball Z fan, you're going to fall in love with playing Kakarot. Nice. Um... And I'm, I'm kind of hopeful that they, they have done something similar to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about Kakarot. I haven't actually checked it out myself. I'm not a DBZ dude. 
really, um, which is shocking because I'm like a super nerd. But uh, it, I don't hate it. I don't hate DBZ or, or Dragon Ball or any any of those. I don't hate them. I appreciate them, but I, I just haven't gotten around to watching them. So I will. You don't have to watch them. You can just play the game. Oh, is the game like exactly like the movie now? Game is you playing out the entire TV Dragon Ball Z TV show. Holy fuck. That's exciting. Maybe I'll do that. That's no, actually so Maybe I'll do that. You That's can good. go around leveling up your character and you can go around like doing side missions and getting stronger and getting like upgrading your abilities so that they're stronger. So when you go into a real time fight against the, the villains, you're you're stronger. Like an RPG. Right. But you literally play out Each. three hours. Right. And it was like watching friggin' first chapter of Dragon Ball Z. That's cool. Uh, you know what? Actually, I was talking to a, a, a colleague I work with today, and he said somebody cut together the whole ep- like the whole TV show, but they cut it as like a as like uh, feature films. So they, they broke down each each arc into a feature film essentially, and they cut out all the bullshit filler that like like Goku running for seven episodes and shit like that, and um, and, and just basically cut it seamlessly together. And it, it just literally you can literally just watch it like a two and a half hour fucking movie. So that's yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Check this out. I would if you're if you want to get into it and you want to see the story. This this is ideally the story. Awesome. But you play out some of the side missions and you play out the big fights. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so so you you've obviously played it. So this is like 100 percent confirmed. Yeah. I haven't played it. I've only watched it. Okay, I've watched okay. multiple streamers, but what I've watched and what I've heard from them, because I've, I've, I've uh, interacted with a few different streamers that have played it, everyone loves it. And what I've seen, I was I was like, oh shit, I gotta go buy this. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, uh, so can I walk around and be like, yeah, I, I've uh, watched DBZ if I've only played the game, am I gonna get stabbed or what? No, surprisingly, you know a lot about the story if you play the game. Okay, cool. In my opinion. All right, I'll just do that then. I'll just walk around and get fucking roasted about how... I can't get roasted anymore about how much... Or how little I've watched Dragon Ball Z. It's a game that takes the nostalgia that Nintendo is so good at making, but wraps it around Dragon Ball Z. Nice. People that love Dragon Ball Z are just in love with this game. Awesome. Uh, okay, so the last game on this list, but can't be the last game delayed, is uh, Iron Man VR, which I really didn't look into until this got delayed, and I'm like, oh, that was a thing, and I looked into it. It looks so fucking badass. Like, being in a in an Iron Man suit in VR, like, that's, like, beyond badass. Eric was uh, pretty excited about this game, so I think he was a little disappointed that it got delayed. This is one of the ones he was talking about uh, last year when it was announced. Right, right. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, geek.com, who's been, who we've disagreed with pretty much through the whole article so far, um, Iron Man VR seems like one of the most promising combinations of franchise and technology based in our hands-on demo. V- Marvel's re- virtual reality high-tech superhero adventure was supposed to be released in February, but was is now flying away from Half-Life... Uh, Alex VR and into the vacant May slot. Adventures left behind. So okay. So you know what? More games need to come out in April and May. Just like, just please, like for fuck's sakes. E3 is it, like the t- pretty much March to E3 is just like a fucking dry spell, and it's just super annoying. Um. Yeah. 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 So uh, that and mind you, that's I'm the busiest from February to April. So like May, I'm like I want to play some games. Because I'm like I basically don't work in May, and uh, that it, there's never any fucking games out. There's like one one singular game that I want to play, and then I just invest all my time to do it. So yeah, you grow to hate it because you played it so much. Yeah, pretty much. Like uh, I played the shit out of Far Cry Five when it came out in 2018. Because that, that game came out in May, and I just like I literally played the shit out of it. It was great. And uh, then I stopped playing it and have, have not played it since. But yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, Iron Man VR. Um, I think uh, I think that'll be a fun one. Uh, I don't know what it's for though. Like, which console is it for? Let me just open this link. And I see. know it's on PlayStation as a PlayStation VR. I just don't know if it's exclusive to PlayStation. You, it's it. Ooh, it might be one of the very best. 
Exclusive to the PS4. Yeah, it could be. It's got the PlayStation logo fucking slapped all over it. So, likely. Yeah. PSVR, yeah. PlayStation, rocking all those exclusives. Yeah, so I might be wrong. I'm, like, not reading this entire article. So, um, yeah. Cool. So, that's Iron Man VR, and uh, that's all of geek.com's like delayed games i thought there was more than that there is uh dying light 2 was just announced as a delay oh yeah that was one that was recently uh announced that people were surprised and i think there was one more i commented let me just watch dogs chat here uh watchdogs legion was delayed um okay actually Going to this game, we're, Will and Mark and I were talking. We're on a group chat yesterday. I just totally, it just totally happened. I, I don't know. I don't know. But like, uh, I called. I, well, first I called Will and he didn't pick up. I'm like, fuck you, Will. Fucking ghosting me. Um, and then I called Mark, and then Mark picked up, and Mark and I started chatting, and then Will called us back, and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna merge the call, and then we just it just became a three way call, talk, bitching about work and talking about games. It was a good time. Anyways, um, we actually ta- started talking about Skull and Bones. Because I'm like, what the fuck happened to that game? Because like that game was like supposed to rival Sea of Thieves when it came out in 2018, and it just like totally disappeared up its own ass. <laughs> so let's see. Yeah, what... actually, I completely forgot about that game. Yeah, so I'm just uh, I'm just looking up right now. I just saw it, so I'm just looking up when it's actually going to get uh, released. Uh, oh, it's released as TBA, so super cool. But if it's going to be anything like the boat fight holy fuck did i just call it a boat a ship a boat uh the ship battles in black flag then i'm fucking all in because that game sounds like a good ass time but i think uh will was telling me that they're actually gonna they're pulling the game back because they were adding a campaign they weren't just gonna make it solely like a multiplayer game like sea thieves so i wonder uh i wonder if they did that in response to how sea of thieves was received when it first came out could have been a reason why. Yeah. Well, I mean, I see, see that. Sea of Thieves is much better now that they've added a bunch of stuff and, act- and actual story stuff. I know it wasn't your cup of tea, Bradley, when you played it, but... Uh, I got I got really bored of it real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we picked up on that. So... <laughs> so, the game's not even they out yet. They didn't add stuff to keep me distracted. More shiny shit. Oh, there's lots of shiny shit now. There's tons of shiny shit. Like, there's like so much shiny shit. You're like, can you stop putting shiny shit? I just need to actually do what I'm what I'm trying to fucking do. You can fish now too, can't you? Right? Yeah, you can fish now. So that's annoying. Okay, I'll, I'll jump on the boat with you guys as long as I can fish. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm usually I'll the one. Fish, you guys fucking sail. I'm usually the one sailing the boat by my fucking self while while Will Cole and fucking Adam Terryberry are fishing off the side, and I'm sailing a fucking galleon by myself. It's great. <laughs> Fuckers. Anyways, um, okay, so. <laughs> Uh, I'm just looking into skull the and bones. Asshole that's gonna continue pitching there while you guys are getting shot at. Well, no, yeah, no. This is literally Will on Sea of Thieves. You're, uh, like, Will, can you drop the anchor? We're gonna we're gonna run aground. He'd be like, Oh, I would, but I'm I'm literally reeling in a fish right now. And I'm like, Oh my god! <laughs> so I gotta run down there and fucking hit the anchor. Um, yeah, it's that's funny. Anyways, so this game is uh, confirmed for Microsoft Windows. Why don't you just say PC like a normal person? Um, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and uh, it was originally set to be released in Q3, Q4, 2018, so uh, it was delayed to 2019, and now again to sometime after March 2020, so I wonder if we're going to see anything related to this game anytime soon, maybe? I don't know. So, but maybe. Yeah, but it's again, hard to say. But yeah, I, that's just funny that I just saw that game, we were just talking about how it just disappeared up its own ass the other day. Um... I'm just going to see a few more here. Uh, Dying Light 2 was delayed indefinitely. Uh, that was yesterday. Yeah. And uh, let's indefinitely. That's not good. Wasn't Dying Light 2? Last two- of Us Part 2 was one that was delayed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The Last of Us Part 2. Both were released in May, and now it's released in... I don't know where it's supposed to leave. I don't okay. think they gave a second date, but it was, it was supposed to be released in May. Okay. So... The Dying Light, uh, I think producer, I'm just loading this the, um, the thing right now, uh, tweeted something, uh, which looks like a formal letter, and it's from the uh, CEO, and it says, uh, to our dedicated community, it was a busy year for us, and we continue to w- uh, working on our biggest project to date. 
We know you're waiting for the game eagerly, and we want to deliver exactly what we promised. We will. We were initially aiming for a spring 2020 release with Dying Light 2, but unfortunately, we need more development time to fulfill our vision. We will have more details to share in the coming months, and we will get back to you as soon as we have more information. We apologize for this unwelcoming news. Our priority is to deliver an experience that lives up to our own high standards and the expectations of you, our fans. Please stay tuned, and thank you for our fans around the world for continuing to support yada yada yada. That shit. Yeah, so that's what uh, Powell, something name I can't say, CEO of Techland, uh, who's developing D- Dying Light 2. Okay, actually, you know what? I had a. I was thinking about this in the car. On the, on, I almost said a car like a fucking East Coaster. Car. Um, but, uh, so, why don't develop, or like, um, yeah, development companies have, like, they have their QA testers, which are essentially, like, in-house people who know the, the game industry and how it all works and all that stuff. They need QA testers that are literal consumers, like, just random fucking gamers that they hire, and they don't, they don't, they don't get them into the minutia of getting the fucking game made and playing this and playing that. They just need people to, like, sit down, play the game, and be, like, give their fucking raw opinion. Just like, oh, this is retarded. Er, this is dumb. Er, you know, usual gamer language. And maybe that would help um, mitigate some of the early problems that people have with games as soon as they're launched. Because what what's happening now is, like, they just release a game, and then it gets a, a horrible backlash from the entire community, and then they try to fix it. You, like react to the problem so I don't know I don't know how, how everyone feels about that but yeah that's what I think I think they should have like a small team of like consumer based QA testers that aren't within the studio and yeah what do you think that, isn't that kind of like what a beta test is though you know what yeah you're right holy fuck shouldn't they have better just a better beta test system in place I think that's what you're kind of hinting at is a better beta test yeah, system yeah I think you're right that's yeah. Most beta test systems are kind of like, oh, this is shit. And then they're like, oh, there's one small glitch. And then, well, I think CSC, Sea of Thieves again is the perfect example. Like the beta test where people said this isn't enough, they just didn't really listen to it. And they turn around and release the game almost exactly like the beta. And people are like, we had a problem with the beta. Why did you do this? Yeah, totally. The, the, uh, they, just, they have to listen to their audience a bit better. Totally. I played the alpha build of Sea of Thieves. And it was uh, pretty fucking empty. Like, it literally gave you a chance to sail to different islands and all that kind of stuff. But you got on the islands and there was, like, literally fucking nothing. There was no life. There was no animals. There was no, like, random treasure treasure chests laying around and shit like that. Um, So, but we had fun sailing and and navigating and doing the random quests you could do. But, uh, yeah, I think the beta, the beta ramped it up quite a bit. But literally nothing changed from the beta to the final game, and that's that's what killed the game for 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 a lot of people. So yeah, I know what I, I agree with what you said. That basically, they just need a better beta program, essentially. Yeah. So yeah, that would probably be helpful. Um, I mean, a lot of games are available for open betas now. Like I'm playing like Ecos in beta right now. Uh, what else? The Hell Let Loose is still in beta. So, yeah, there's lots of games available to the general public in beta form. So, uh, I think they're not in, in beta. They're not in, yeah, then maybe they're not incentivizing people enough to actually provide feedback about the game. Like, people play it and they go, oh, this game's okay, or this game sucks, or whatever, but they don't actually, like, report bugs or go on to whatever forum or, or email and actually email something in. So instead of you just for fucking playing the beta, getting a stupid little fucking badge or something like that, like give a beta reward for somebody who played played the beta but also left like a, a review or something of their thoughts on the game. So like in in like uh, I see at these, I'm just gonna go back to that one because that's the game I'm thinking of. Apparently, uh, if they made like a, an exclusive pirate that you would have unlocked if you took part in the beta. Yeah, they have the beta sales and stuff, um, but yeah, that's all you really got is. is yeah, so it made it made it more. It's like, hey, if you did, the, if you play the beta, we'll give you this. But if you tweet us about something about the game, we'll give you this. Yeah, it is and like, if you go to Reddit and comment on this post, we'll give you this. Yeah, um, mind you, how to track all that is fucking crazy. Um, that's true. So you you would, they would have to set up something on their website, which is like you played the beta. 
and uh, maybe you find like if let's just use Sea of Thieves for an example. Um, you know, you find a treasure chest and do a thing, and it's like thanks for playing the game, and then it gives you like a code, and then you put the code in, and then you write your review, and then that that law lo- that basically locks it to your account. So then you would put your review in, they'd read your review, and then unlock the thing for when the game comes out, right? Uh, there's, there's definitely ways around doing it. I agree. I just think they, yeah, they have to do something with beta. They have to make it where they listen to us more and make it more rewarding in some way. Yeah, like the fucking guys on the Sonic movie. Christ. You know, uh, like uh, like Cole said, like he's going to go watch the Sonic movie solely because they listened to the fans and delayed the show and fucking fixed Sonic because he looked like just ass. I, I'm right there with him. I'm excited to watch it. I, I, it's probably going to be shit, but I'm right there watching it because, yeah, they... They spent like two million dollars revamping the movie because we had such an outcry. They yeah, kind of deserve my fifteen bucks. Totally, hundred percent. And uh, <laughs> could you like everyone was saying that uh, Jim Carrey's back must be sore because he's carrying the Sonic movie, and then it totally one eighty <laughs> flipped and was like, "Oh no, the visual effects team on Sonic is carrying the Sonic movie." Because they just totally fucking redid everything. Yeah, anyways, okay, let's move on to our next topic here. We're going to talk about the PlayStation 5 rumors that sound too good to be true from TechRadar. So, it's a 4chan leak, apparently, from somebody. So, I don't know how reliable those leaks are, but we're going to talk about it. It's going to be great. Alright, so massive PS5 February event information. More major PS5 news will be unveiled at the PlayStation meeting event for the press media on February 5th, 2020. PlayStation, which is which sucks, Bradley, all the news gets fucking released it like a day or two after we release our podcast episode. It's just so fear. We sh- maybe we should move our podcast episode date, just move it altogether. Maybe. But we don't we don't even record we record on Sundays usually. We just didn't this Sunday for some reason. So it's already too late. So it doesn't matter, fuck it. Anyways, um, the meeting will be held at the Sony Hall in New York City and the Sony Hall indoor venue, which Sony sponsors and supplies tech inside the theater, so why, you know, makes sense. Uh, the console design, the controller, the UI home screen, certain features, console specs, talk of third parties and indie publishers, as well as announcements for the PS5 exclusives will be shown at this event on the on the 5th, apparently. Well, shit, Bradley, that's going to be a fun-ass day. That's a fun... I'm considering Ooh. taking it off. I might take that day... Well, I asked my boss for this day off as well because uh, I'm starting a new show on the 10th of February, so I want, a th- I want three days to play games. Um, so, yeah. I might be pay- I might be paying attention to that. All right, and then uh, the next little bit here uh, in this leak is buzzwords for the console's features include little to no load times, blazing fast downloads, immersive controls, modular installs for games, download whatever, disk drive included, and download the games or stream the games as an option. And and it says we're we're looking at you, Stadia. So I wonder if those are all the. Um, it's like it's like when the Xbox One first got announced, and they're like, "You can't share games." And then like Sony came on like immediately after, and they're like, "On PlayStation, you can share games like this." And they just like handed a hard copy game to somebody on the stage, and they're like, "Thanks." And it just like made Xbox look like a bunch of freaking tools. I don't, do you remember that? I do. I think PlayStation, like Xbox, announcing their console, people were like, "Oh, Xbox finally beat PlayStation to the punch." PlayStation's playing this very strategic promotional game with all these like leaks and rumors. Like every week there's a new leak or a new picture of what the PlayStation 5 will look like or a new idea. It's like, oh, the PlayStation 5 contro- uh, controller has this new feature. Yeah, um, yeah. I think they're just having, they have so much hype for Xbox to compete. Yeah, like, we don't even know what the fucking thing is, and we're, like, we've been talking about it for, like, a year on this podcast, specifically, and, um, yeah, like, I've been announced, and people are like, oh, yeah, the Xbox is coming, but did you hear about PlayStation? Yeah, pretty much, and I I agree with you, like, Sony's totally spoon-feeding us, like, the the information that they want at the right times, and, yeah, Yeah. they're gonna announce, they're gonna announce this on the 5th, like, the, the console, and it's just, everyone's fucking pants are just gonna be blown right off their body, just, I honestly also wouldn't be surprised if they do announce it and go, oh, but that's not all. More is on the way. Listen in for our next uh, state of play. Yeah. Or we uh, will we let you know about more information on the PlayStation 5. And then Xbox is going to react like they normally do and 
blow their load on on all the information they have on the fucking Xbox, uh, whatever it is, the Series X, which I still think is a dumb name. That's exactly what I think is going to happen. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be like a popcorn flick for sure. It's gonna be awesome. Okay, and then PlayStation will just save enough information. Like they're not blowing their load. You're like you're totally right. They're playing this strategically. Like it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be so good. Okay, so it's one. Just- oh, go ahead. Through this, so one issue I have with this uh, leak is they have a point in it near the end where it says, says Sony will return to E3 for 2020, which Sony has already announced that they're not going to E3, and E3 has announced Sony is not going to E3. Uh, this was Just released. If- this is released 15 hours ago. This article. So. Oh, but this was. This is that's an interesting thing because they're saying that all that is a lie. Mm. I, I, I wonder. I wonder if they'll just fucking slide in. Like, like they won't even. They're they're announcing oh. they're not going to E three, and then they just slide in and get a fucking secret conference going. Oh man, that would be. I would fucking buy PS five just for that. That'd be fucking boss. That would be good. I would give them credit. Uh, when was this article posted? Because this article is Sony to skip E three twenty twenty. Says vision of the show isn't right. It's a Sony's second consecutive year of not no showing the massive gaming show. Nice. Uh, didn't they release something like just before E three? Like they kind of took the breath. They did a state of play. Yeah, they like took the breath out of fucking literally everything at E three. Yeah, it was good. So I, I'm getting. <laughs> I'm announcing uh, Ghost of Tsushima and. Um, uh, Last of Us 2, and they showed a bunch of gameplay of it. Nice. Okay, so in this leak, it says, uh, PlayStation now plays a vital role. If you can, e- you can either access games through a subscription fee or own the game outright. Sony, for a limited time, will bundle a three-month PS Now subscription with the PS5 in select regions in an effort to promote the service to many new, new owners, which, which will probably be me. So far, I'm just... I just like this fucking strategy game going on right now between Sony and, and Xbox. Like, Nintendo's just like, whatever, we'll do our own thing. Like, they're kind of their own separate entity in the way. Like, they're still kind of the big three, right? Well, there's only three, really. But, uh, yeah, they're doing their own thing. they've always only ever done their own thing. Yeah, they don't give a fuck about Sony or PlayStation. Like, they have their niche of consumers and hypnotized by nostalgia, so it'll be fine. So it'll be fine. All right, um... It says, uh, remote play is a big feature too, allowing you, uh, allowing to play your PS5 games on your smartphone, tablet, laptop, or desktop. Play those games anywhere, so long there's Wi-Fi or cellular connection. The console will act as a database for those games to be streamed wherever. That's interesting. It, that's like a, that's a Stadia ripoff right there. That, yeah. <laughs> Stand back, Stadia, we'll show you how it's done. Pretty much. Pissed at Stadia. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people are. I, I I didn't. A lot of people pre-ordered it like from our VGN group, and I totally didn't give a fuck. I didn't order, didn't pre-order it, didn't look at it, didn't didn't spend any time on it. And look, it bombed. So pre-ordered it. Yeah, and it wasn't shipped. I'm like, okay, there's a delay. That's fine. A week later, it still wasn't shipped. Still said it was purchased, but in that week, they actually refunded me my money. Wow. Pre-order. Wow. That didn't send any email confirmation that they're canceling it. Didn't send any information. So when I went and I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. And two weeks later, I'm like, why don't I have this yet? It says cancel. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is it cancel? That's fine. And fuck. so I just said, fuck it. Screw you, Stadia. You're not getting my money now. Wow. Wow. That happened okay. to me. That happened. Like, what the hell? That happened to me with uh, COD Black Ops 4, but I was totally on the other end of the coin. I, don't really, did, I was like, good. I didn't waste my money on COD Black Ops 4 because I was kind of unimpressed with it. So, but yeah, I wasn't that good. No, no, I, I, I know. So, anyways, uh, what else we got here? Because this is some good shit here. PlayStation app on mobile gets updated for PS5, adding a new design and other features to enhance your PS5 experience. Backwards compatibility with all PS4 games is also a big feature. Through new trans, uh, new transferring features, users will easily transfer their PS4 games to the PS5 if those games are downloaded. Save data backups for PS4 games will also be transferable. So, fuck you, Xbox. Again, that's like that whole paragraph. Oh. Like, you can't play P- 
uh, Xbox 360 games unless they're already been digitized and and pre-downloaded or, or downloaded from Xbox Gold, basically. Read the next little bit. Oh, am I excited? Oh, oh, maybe. Dude, I just saw two words and I already creamed my pants. Backwards compatibility is such a major feature that games from all five PlayStation platforms, PS1 through to PS4 and PSP, will be compatible on the PS5, making it the ultimate PlayStation console. Putting an emphasis on past and present gaming, more details about backwards compatibility will be discussed at a later date, especially at E3. What? What? That rumor I've seen. That rumor, rumor I have seen flying around on a few different sources. That isn't something that I, that's just been here. Uh, there's been a few articles posting about that. Yeah, this isn't something Tech Radar is saying to get views. Like this is, yeah. If they are, someone else started it, and everyone's copying it, or there's some some groundwork there that people are digging into. How the fuck would they do that though? Be j- just because, like all those co- almost, I don't know if all those consoles are using the s- same engine or not. Because which 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 console oh. was which console wasn't backwards compatible? Was that the PS3? PS3. So PS1, PS like PS2 could play PS1 games and PS2 games. When they released the PS3, uh, they originally released it as a backwards compatible system. Um, but they quickly kibosh that because the ps3 was blu-ray where the ps2 wasn't and they found that the discs spun at a faster rate causing damage to the lens oh which created uh, like damaging units they had to replace so the second generation of ps3 was, was not backwards compatible which created this whole you can't be backwards compatible going forward um at least from my understanding so i wonder and how- then ps4 they just were like eh, it's not backwards compatible too bad Okay, I wonder. Uh, I wonder I, if they found a, a workaround for that. Like maybe they have. Uh, maybe they just have two different uh, readers, right? Like could, or or maybe they have a variable uh, sp- um, disc speed. So you'll insert it. Insert it because at, at the beginning of um, the disc, the first thing it reads is um, usually like uh, it'll have some data associated with like what console it's on, right? Because uh, you see it all the time when you. Uh, when you play, uh, what's it called? Like old, old school games on like, like the Nintendo store or the, or even the 360. Like it'll always play the logo before it'll mm. play. So I'm wondering if maybe that's actually built into the actual disc. So it'll read which console it's for and then it'll adjust its variable like speed in the disc drive to just to, I don't know. That's just me totally talking out of my ass. But who that knows? could be, I was thinking that it could be something like, uh, like you can put the disc in, and once you put the disc in, it registers that oh, you have this disc. So now you can download this game for free from the PlayStation database. Right. Yeah, that would make sense too. So that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Is a is a cop out way to make it backwards compatible, but it is a way to play all your old games. I mean, actually, that's not that smart in retrospect. Like, look at Nintendo. Like, I've bought Super Mario Bros. like five times. Like. Just because it's just such a hassle to transfer them over from past generations. It's just like, I might as well just spend the extra five bucks and fucking buy Super Mario Bros. again. Sony tried to do that with their PlayStation Mini. It didn't go very well. Oh, okay. Interesting. Do you remember the PlayStation Mini? The, think... the oh, yeah. PlayStation 1 yeah. with like 25 games. It yep. didn't sell well. It wasn't well received. People were upset with the games, upset with like, how they built it. So I think Sony may have learned from there and just said, "Yeah, fuck it. You can just have the games you want to have." Yeah, I think the PS One was kind of clanky, and I, I, I played a PS One when it was a thing, but I much, much preferred the Nintendo sixty four. It was more durable. Um, I liked mm. the games more than than the ones on PlayStation. Like the only fun PlayStation game that that I found was Spyro, and um, I didn't play Crash Bandicoot though. But anyways, yeah. So I I think Nintendo sixty four kind of won that, but it was the PS two that really launched Sony into the fucking top of the charts. Right. Uh, it's it is. I find if you were, it's the PS, highest selling. PlayStation console, had a so. unique. PlayStation had a unique series of games. Because like you never played Final Fantasy, PlayStation had a, 
a good chunk of Final Fantasies on it. Like it had Final Fantasy seven, it had Final Fantasy eight, Final Fantasy, I believe nine. Uh, it also had Resident Evil games on it. So the people that are really big Resident Evil fans, they love that system. Uh, Metal Gear Solid is another franchise that people just fell in love with that was on that started on PlayStation. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's. I that's, think I it agree. had a good base, but it had a unique base where Nintendo had its footing foot already in the door with obviously Smash Brothers and Mario Kart. Yeah, and I mean Nintendo also um, had PlayStation their... had to go in a different direction. That's true. I mean Nintendo kind of are also had a unique um, game database as well. Um, but no, I see what you're saying for sure. But yeah, the PS2, I mean, the PS2 is the most, is still the most sold console ever. So, um, I think the, the jump from PS1 to PS2 is also probably one of the more dramatic jumps in quality. Yeah. Cause the PS, oh yeah, the PS2 was released, uh, in 2000 something. So it was like, as soon as the GameCube came out and then the, the regular Xbox and then the PS2, and the PS2 obviously was like fucking balls. So. Oh, yeah. I'm just looking at some of the games for PS2. You got Jack and Dexter, The Simpsons Hit and Run, uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, San Andreas, Grand Theft Auto, Vice City, God of War, Resident Evil 4. Mm. Yeah, so, I mean... Games on the PS2. I, I'm pretty sure the PS2 had, like, 200, like, million fucking games for it. It was just, like... It, oh, PS2 had Kingdom Hearts. I forgot about that. Devil May Cry. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look up how many games are on the PS2. How many are are on... Holy shit, I can't type when I can't look at my keyboard on... 1,850 games are on the PS2 library. Eight, I, have eight, I have 1,850. Is that what you have? At 1,800, yeah, 1850. Woo! That's a lot of fucking games. Every collection comprises of steel. Holy fuck. What if you... I also have the biggest library. So let's just do standard maths right now. So I'm just going to get my calculator on my computer out. So if you bought... Okay, how much was a PS2 game back in the day? It was like 40 bucks? You know what I'd say? 40 bucks sounds fair. Yeah, okay, so... 1850 games like so if ever if one person bought every fucking game for ps2 when it was out which was nobody by the way judging by this number uh seventy four thousand dollars so that's a lot of that's a lot of money so actually ps2 bumped to fifty dollars a game apparently okay sorry let's revise that uh i had to look it up i'm sorry yeah <laughs> Okay, so that's 92,500. 92, so that's that's a lot of money. So Yeah, that's a lot of money. So what was the highest grossing PS2 game? Let's look that up and let's do some some number crunching. This is number crunching uh, on the Video Games Now podcast. Here comes all the number crunching right now. Uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, San Andreas probably, yep. 20.81 million copies. 20 point... Okay, 20 point... Million copies, or is that... Let me just double check. Whoops, 20... It doesn't, spec- it doesn't specify copies. It just specifies okay, so... 20.81 million. Okay, so that game alone made Sony a million... A trillion dollars. A, tr- a trillion with a T dollars. So, if it's so- it sold... Uh, 20.8 units at $50 a unit. Yeah, trillion dollars. And the second game was 16.15, and that was Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And how, sorry, how much? How, how many units? 16.1. 16.1 times 50 bucks. Uh, oh, that is not. Okay, so I got to redo that. Sorry. Uh, 18,100,000 times 50. Uh, yeah, that's a, basically another trillion. It's 900 million. So, like, those two games alone, no wonder Rockstar's just got big balls. Like, just massive fucking dongs. Just swinging at everything. Um, yeah. That's a lot of money. Holy fuck. Yeah, and that's that's only the top two. Like, the tenth game is Kingdom Hearts 1 at 6.4 million, and then it goes up from there. And they're top ten games. Wow. Uh, six, six, almost seven, 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 eight, twelve, 
13, 15, 16, and 20. Wow. And that's their that's their top 10 games. Crazy. All right, so little sidetracky. Yeah, PlayStation yeah, totally. And yeah, that but that was the biggest, the most sold console of all time. Still, um, mm. I don't know what the second one is, but I'm sure Bradley will look it up now. And uh, yeah, so this PS5 has a super stoked. Um, oh, this is the interesting bit about this um, about this uh, leak. So we have a couple games announced, and we also have the price. So let's get to the games first. So Gran Turismo Seven. MLB The Show 21, Demon Souls Remastered, Godfall and Legends, new a new IP from uh, SIE Santa Monica Studios, and uh, those are the, some of the launch titles for the console. What what do you think of those launch titles? Are those are those decent? Like Gran Turismo is like classic racing, whatever for the PS. Um, but yeah, and that's that's a big one. MLB The Show is a, it, it gets your sport people. Um, it all comes down. I, I actually, the the launch titles aren't the best, but I think it depends on all the other titles that are ending PS4 if they're coming to PS5. Because if you can get a PS5 with like like they have they sold the PS4 with a digital copy of The Last of Us. Yeah. If they did that with like a digital copy of The Last of Us 2 with the PS5, or um, the Ghost of Tsushima, uh, those games may may help sell ps5 too because they're coming out later right yeah totally. people that aren't going to get those games right away yep may buy it with the ps5 um Um, godfall is probably the only one that's in question that i'd be like oh i wonder what that's about yeah okay so do you have the article open right now i do okay i was gonna i was gonna see what you guessed for the actual the actual price of the uh, ps5 but uh i've already seen rumors of 4.99 yeah. So yeah, this article says forty nine four ninety nine US, uh, four forty nine UK, and four forty nine EU. And then if you're Japanese and somehow listening to this podcast, uh, fifty four thousand nine hundred ninety nine yen. So yen don't make any sense to me. Like, I mean, no. I mean, dollar like like the state's currency. Like, I can kind of ballpark it because it's just basically thirty percent more, and then that's the Canadian price. Um. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just basically base it on like how much is a Big Mac meal for fuck's sakes in, in Japanese yen. All right, I think it's like a thousand yen or some bullshit. <laughs> so, anyways, okay, so four ninety nine. What was the PS four? Was that forty ninety nine? Five ninety nine. Okay, good. No, it's it's it says it later on. Specs will be almost on par with the Xbox Series X, which will be hundred dollars more. And more powerful than the Xbox Lockhart, a console that's hundred dollars less, with four T flops, teraflops, yeah, of com- teraflops of uh, computing power, compared to the PS5, uh, ten teraflops. Yeah, so it's got double the double the terabyte flip, terabyte flops of um, of computing power than uh, than the Xbox Lockhart. So. I totally did not think that the Series X was going to be only six uh, five ninety nine. I totally thought it was going to be six ninety nine. I thought it was, I thought they're just going to totally just splooge on everybody and just make it super expensive because it's basically a, a fucking PC now. So yeah, I I ballpark five ninety nine six ninety nine. Um, that's where I kind of budgeted my my future purchase. Yeah, five hundred bucks. Well, at least now I can add a, a controller in that budget. Right, and then all the games on top of that. They should just give you a fucking game for free. Like when you buy the console, they should just say pick a fucking game and you get it for free. Like why do you have to also buy the game? I miss that. Yeah, it used to be like that. It used to always come with game. Yeah. Now, well, now don't they give you like a fucking like code? You put in the code and then you get one randy game that you never are ever gonna play for free. When I got the Switch, I got nothing. There was nothing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I remember that too. But I bought. It. I was I bought so it. upset because I got this friggin' brand new system. My girlfriend didn't think to buy a goddamn game with it. I'm like, oh, it's okay. Like it always comes with some sort of game. It may just be a small game, but it's at least something. Right. An hour later, I'm like, there's literally nothing to get. There's nothing to play. Get on that eShop, Bradley. Download everything. Except your. F- there, they didn't really have. 
I bought it when it was really new. Right. So even then, they didn't really have much on the eShop that you could could have really got. Got it. Well, now if you buy a Switch, there's a lot more free games. Yeah, and I need to buy a new uh, card because I can literally only have one or two games downloaded on my Switch at a time, or else it's full, and then I gotta archive all the games. It's super annoying. But uh, anyways, uh, so right now they're only launching one model of the PS5. There's no Pro model. Uh, the like Bradley said, specs are on par with Xbox Series X, which is super cool. Um, the Press Amita will go hands-on on the PF, PS5 and the software demos after the presentation on February 5th. Expect lots of news coverage on that day. So pre-orders of the PS5 will go up on the same day in select regions, and they will, yeah, it says they will return to E3 2020 to discuss more of the PS5 and upcoming titles. Okay. Well, shit. Cool. All Going right. quickly back to the number one selling console is PS2 at 159 million copies sold. Second is the Nintendo DS at 154 ah. million sold. The third is the Game Boy Color slash Game Boy. That doesn't at surprise 118 me. million. Yeah. That liter- and then PS4 is in fourth. Oh, nice. Literally. Plus 360 is eight. That's the closest Xbox console, by the way. Is eighth? Eighth. At Jeez. 85 million units sold. Well, how many people sent their consoles back because it got fucking red-ringed to death? Duh. True, but <laughs> PlayStation has the PS2, PS4, PlayStation, and PlayStation 3 all above it. Shit. Um, yeah, N- N- Nintendo's been dominating the handheld market for, like, like forever. So, and now they're super dominating the handheld market because their Switch is the handheld console, too, so... Um, but yeah. it, it does the Nintendo or the Game Boy Color does not surprise me. Like back in the nineties, every fucking human being except for me had a Game Boy Color. I was so chill. Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh my god. Yeah, that that's literally what launched that uh the Game Boy Color up is is Pokemon. Game Boy Color and Pokemon Yellow. Oh, so like those the two that launched together? Yeah. Like fuck that game was so good. Okay, anyways, we got one last thing to talk about here before the end of the show. Uh, we're going to talk about Sega will announce Sonic News on the 20th of every month in 2020. And I was saying to Bradley before we started recording, this article was released on January 20, 20th, 2020 at 8.30 p.m., which is 2030. But he could have fucking timed it a bit better, fucker, and got his shit together and released it at 8.20, so it was 2020 in time. Anyways, yeah. Uh, okay, so Sonic the Hedgehog is gearing up for the big 2020. Sega has announced, according to the translations from Gametsu, is that just like a fancy like way to say games, like but sound like a Japanese dude? So yeah, Gametsu. All right, the Sonic 2020 project, which will see the new so- uh, new Sonic news bearing announcement on the 20th of every month this year. First announcement is a bit of a cheat, as Sonic 2020 project itself is January Sonic news. February is already going to be a big month for the Blue Blur, which is Sonic the Hedgehog movie finally arriving to cinemas February 14th. Man. How many dudes are not getting laid because they took their fucking girlfriend or wife to the Sonic movie? And they just pissed them right off. Hey, it's, it's, it's just a, a remake of the Deadpool thing. That <laughs> That's true. Okay, Sega has celebrated by releasing various wallpapers, banners, and icons based on Sonic, including a Twitter header image for fans to use. It's not uh, its not yet clear what sort of news we'll be seeing each month and whether we'll see any new games being announced. Sonic has, already, has only been the star of a few games in the current console generation, most notably Sonic Mania, Sonic Forces, and Team Sonic Racing. His most recent game was Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, which is what the fuck, why the fuck is that getting made still? Who plays those games? <laughs> Line them up against the okay. fucking police wall and just let me fucking talk to them. I bet you there's like five kids that play that game. Just saying. I could see it being a good party game. No, have it, a, have a beer every time you lose. It's totally not though. Like it's not. It's not really. Well, it's on the Switch now. Maybe it could be a party game, but it definitely was not a party game when I played the 2012 London ones. So yeah, <laughs> suck on that. I'm not buying it either way. I'm just trying to defend it to give it some sort of backing. Just, I think it's still going to be shit. Oh, it's going to be super shit. Uh, unless Jim Carrey is fucking Eggman, then I'm not buying that game. 
<laughs> Please have him as a cameo in the game. It's just him. It's just a sprite version of Jim Carrey going, hey, and then he does like the, <laughs> like a glove, like all that shit. Oh, yeah. I'd buy it if that was uh, the case. I'd buy it. <laughs> The oh. memes that would come from that would be amazing. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. That'd be so madness. Okay. Um, so that's the podcast for this week. So hopefully um, we will get our Sega guy on next week, uh, which I'm sure we will. He uh, He's actually super excited to come on the podcast, uh, but again, some stuff happened at work, so he wanted to push it a week. So yeah, we'll come back on next week with him, and it'll be super fun. And uh, we're going to come up with a poll uh, this week on our website, which will be... What game are you most disappointed about getting delayed? How about that? So, uh, yeah, I'll throw that up on our website on our podcast page. So head over there and you can listen to episodes of our podcast on our website if you're at work and uh, don't have a Spotify account for some reason or any, any anything else you're listening to us on. Um, I think I think five people, five people that listen to this podcast listen to it on our website according to my analytics. So if you're one of the f- five people that listen to our podcast on our website cool uh okay so it means my work's not going to waste on on the website so all right guys thanks a lot for listening to the video games now podcast leave a review on whatever you're listening to the show on including our website and then jump on social media and let us know what you think of the show we look uh, forward to hearing from you guys and we'll be back next week and until then we'll see you all on the next one bye-bye peace guys peace Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.